So let's talk about the Rams. The Rams yeah. are 2-0. And they're heading to Cleveland to be uh, in on a Sunday Night Football. And our friend Kevin Demoff, the COO of the Rams, joins us now. Kevin, how you been? I'm good, although the segue of good quarterbacks are dropping like flies, and let's talk about the Rams, doesn't give you warm fuzzy. Yeah, I was going to say, well, that's, although, it's a little nerve-wracking, Ke- I think. Kevin, I applauded that move that Les Snead made when he went out and got Blake Bortles, because I'm, I'm certainly not wishing any harm on Jared Goff or any other player. But if Jared were to get hurt... Blake Bortles is, you know, a proven starting quarterback in this league. I, I thought that was a good did, – didn't you sleep better at night knowing that he's your backup? Well, I think as Sean said, you know, you want someone who's played in big games. And Blake's been to the AFC Championship. They're, they're showing the highlights last week of him throwing 350 yards and four touchdowns against the Patriots in week two of last year. So at least you get someone in who's had some experience. Blake's picked up the offense. But, you know, I think any team to lose their starting quarterback, if you have to go six, eight, ten weeks – it's a challenge, but at least it gives you comfort out someone who's done it, done it at a high level, and won a division. Uh, you're listening to KSPN Los Angeles, Mason and Ireland, ESPN LA, Rams COO Kevin Demoff is with us. Uh, let's talk about that Jared Goff uh, negotiation. How difficult was that for, for you and the organization? Well, you know, it's difficult in the sense that you're committing a lot of money, you know, in terms of hundreds of millions of dollars of guaranteed. It's easy in the terms of the decision of you want Jared Goff to be your quarterback and one of the last things before we went on vacation, we were finishing up uh, Sean and Les's deal. Sean turned to me and he said, you know, make sure Jared's done before the start of the season. And Tony Pastors, who handles our negotiations, got to work on that. And it was great to get it done and you know, really to sit there and think that you have a, a 24-year-old quarterback signed for the next six years. And really that's when he'll be entering the prime of his, his career. You have Sean under contract for the next five. So that pairing you know, helps you sleep at night when you know your head coach and quarterback and play caller we're all together for a long time. All right, so Kevin, one of the things that broke this week was that Social Finance, better known as SoFi, is going to be the name sponsor on your new stadium. And I always say, if, if you listen to the show, that's the, the name sponsorship you want is when a stadium opens. If you get the second, third, or fourth one, it's not as good as getting what SoFi is getting with you guys. But here's my weird question. When people ask you, what is SoFi? How do you answer? Uh, SoFi is an online mobile banking company and a technology company and a great partner of ours and you know, someone we can grow with. But I think it's great to see SoFi come along with us. It's a perfect fit from a brand perspective, you know, technology-focused, customer experience-focused as they do their mobile banking, really focused on a younger demographic as we try to grow our fan base in that regard. And it's someone we can grow with for the next 20 years. Uh, it took, you know... You, we had a lot of great suitors, a lot of great opportunities, but SoFi was a really perfect fit for, for our stadium, our brand, and where we think we're going. And we all know uh, over here at Staples Center, the very first event that took place at Staples Center was a Bruce Springsteen concert. Uh, you have landed the uh, biggest pop uh, recording star in the world to open SoFi Stadium in Taylor Swift. How'd that come about? You know, it was one of those things when you sit there and try to think of who can you get to open your stadium that would be memorable the the opportunity to have taylor swift obviously the world's biggest pop star and the chance to have the first female ever to open an nfl stadium seemed like a great opportunity we have a few more announcements concert wise coming down the pike hopefully in the next few months and then we'll start to get ready for rams football in 2020 but we've got a little bit of work ahead of us in 2019 before we start to think about that all right kevin honest answer to this question has anybody hit you up for taylor swift tickets yet you know it's coming if it hasn't happened yet has it already happened it has already happened yet, uh, but you know, 
as I said, Rams tickets first. Taylor. Yeah, tickets. there you go. We got a few games games to play before then. So, are there still personal seat licenses available at SoFi Stadium? So there, there are. We're in the process of selling. It's going great to date, but we still have plenty to fill. It's a seventy thousand seat stadium. So, as we go make this push over the next year, you know, we're excited to go get that process finished. We, we feel great about where we are in terms of the number of seat licenses sold, but until we've sold all 70,000, then there's work to be done. There's not all that many Steve Mason, you know, who just have to get to the front of the line. To <laughs> yeah, Mason's taking up all the expensive seats. you got to sell the ones in the corners of the end zone. Um, we're t- you know, usually you worry about selling, you know, your expensive seats, but that's when the Steve Mason's of the world is Oh, yeah. oh no. Yeah. Kevin, I'm a man of the people, man. I'm no, a man of the people. Yeah, but maybe, maybe you're a, a man of the wallet, I think, <laughs> is uh, is what we find out. Uh, but, Kevin, when when people go to SoFi, and I drive by it every day, and it, it looks, I mean, it's, it's fascinating to kind of watch this thing evolve and grow. What do you think is going to be the thing that people are talking about? What, what is the thing that jumps out about SoFi Stadium that, that is probably going up as we speak? Well, I think there are two things that, that jump out to me that always are there. And I was just there today walking through, and it's amazing to see the progress that's being made. The first is the truly indoor-outdoor stadium. So when you think about the great experiences of sitting outdoors you know, and enjoying that, but having all the luxuries essentially of an indoor building, you know, covered from the rain, shielding the heat, you know, great club spaces, great opportunities, great food, all of that comes to life. And I think the one thing that will certainly blow people away when they walk in is the center-hung Oculus, 70,000 square feet, 4K, double-sided board. So it's really a hybrid. If you think about, you know, Jerry Jones and AT&T Stadium and that scoreboard, it's that size, but circular like Atlanta's and double-sided. So when they tell you everything's bigger in Texas, uh, our scoreboard's three times larger than Jerry's. Um, hey, give me your takeaway from just the first two weeks of the season. What 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 do you think has been what has stood out to you? Well, I think the thing that the first thing that stood out to us is watching our defense just bolt out of the gate and play great. I mean, I think when you look at it, you know, the one stat I was telling someone, Eric, while Eric Weddle's been on the field uh, in those six quarters, we haven't given up a touchdown, which I think is a great testament to the way the defense has played. We got a little bit tired towards the end in Carolina, but I think if our defense continues to pick up where they've been in a great performance against New Orleans, that's going to make sure you know, that we're there. And I think with Sean, you know the offense is always going to be there, whether you know we haven't been perfect in the first two games. I think he'd be the first to tell you that. But you still look up and you scored 30 points and 27 points in those games. But if our defense plays the way they can, you know, one of the things coming in this year is it's great to win games 54-51, but you're just as happy to win games 28-14. And, you know, you don't want to have to rely upon your offense to always outscore. And there were some times last year when you got into that. The defense we played in the postseason is kind of what you want to see continuing with some of the changes. It's been great to see, you know, the difference Eric Weddle's made, Clay Matthews coming in and having two sacks, some of the youngsters coming in. And then I think, you know, the success of the young offensive line has been something we all wanted to come in and watch Brian Allen, Joe Nopum, even Jamil Demby coming in when Austin Blythe got hurt. You know, some of those things watching this team mature and grow and get better. And I thought the second half of the Saints game was one of our better performances over the last two years. All right, so Kevin Mason, who does not embarrass easily, um, is too embarrassed to ask you for something that I'm going to make him ask you for right now. Uh, and I think... Taylor Swift tickets? It, no, no, no. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't need Taylor Swift tickets because he already has a personal seat license. <laughs> the, all right, Mace, do you want to ask him or do you make me ask him? <sighs> 
Kevin, my lifetime dream. He has many, but this is his current lifetime dream. Is to be the guy at the end of the third quarter who yells, Whose house? At the stadium. You, like, kind of Wrigley Field celebrity whose house yeller? Exactly. Last week it was Rebel Wilson. I want to be that guy one week. I tried to explain to him, Kevin, that he probably isn't a big enough name, but I figured maybe early in the season you might have a lot of cancellations and you could weasel him in. What do you think? You know, I I don't mean to talk business on the air. I I think our ESPN renewal is coming up soon, so... Put it in the deal! I think you need to go put it in the deal. No! (laughs) Yeah. You know, Kevin, that is brilliant. Well, I'm part of those negotiations, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, I I think you guys have some sway, so, you know, as a negotiator, I mean, I I read the big announcements. You guys signed multi-year deals. That's true. Mace. Leverage that, that you once had, but... You know, I think it's time to go to the boss and say, you know, if you're going to do this Rams deal, we've got to be the celebrity third quarter, you know, whose house. I, I actually think this is a stroke of genius yeah. by Kevin Devlin. All right, I'm going to mention it to our, our, our boss, Scott McCarthy, and see if we can work that oh. into our next deal. Hey, by the way, Kevin, I know for people who don't know, Kevin's father was a, was a really – Marvin was a really successful sports agent and had clients all over the country. But, um, Kevin, have you are you taking the trip to Cleveland with the team or are you staying here? No, no, we we will be leaving on Saturday. So looking looking forward to spending time in Cleveland. It's what their first Sunday night game in in a long time. So it should be an electric atmosphere. Okay, you're going to think I'm being geeky here, but I, I I'm being honest. I'm not. Block a couple of hours and go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I go every year when I go there for the Lakers, and it's great. It's like especially if your kids are going, like get a couple hours, and it's right next to the Brown Stadium. It's like right in the same parking lot. So, uh, so make some time when you get there to go hit the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if you can do it. No, it's on our, our list of things to do Saturday afternoon when we get in. But I think everybody's going to be focused on making sure we can get to three and zero. But you know, I don't have to focus on that. So I'll make sure there you we go. To go steal some time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Let's win this on Sunday, Kevin. Thank you very much for coming on, man. My pleasure, gentlemen. Always good to chat, and hopefully, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks for the win. And Steve, I'll see you at the third quarter. Okay, yeah. see you at the third quarter. Thank you.